be a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central here in the United States of America, 24-7, 365, theoutdoorzone.com on all your favorite podcast platforms. My TJ Granny in the bunkhouse is Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. Beefsteak is not in the bunkhouse, but he'll be back soon. And Jack is the ranch hand that got here early today and got the gate open, got uh, the old pot belly stove fired up and put some boil on that wire coat hanger out front to get the signal out to you, the regulators who tune into the show every week. And uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. Welcome to you. This is our Memorial Day, Memorial Weekend uh, show and we just want to say thank you to all of our friends who um, all the families who have um, who have a lot uh, who have lost a um, service member in uh, the service of our country um, we honor them with all that we are we're huge fans of our uh, men and women in uniform and, and the unknown and all of the unknown that have unknown. passed away. The, yes, yeah. the graves, the unmarked. Oh, the un- unknown soldiers. Soldiers. Graves. Mm-hmm. God bless. God bless you. And uh, uh, we are, we are America, red, white, and blue to the core. And uh, we just love our country. We love what it stands for. We love our constitution. We. Love- I do want to say, despite. Despite what you may hear or witness on news or social networks, social media, that we are the majority. Americans who love America, uh, those who have given given it all, uh, I I want to um, just say that they they gave it for the majority. We are like-minded and loving the greatest nation that's ever hit planet Earth, the United States of America, and uh, they gave it for 
for the majority, despite what you may feel or hear at certain times with all of the uh, loud voices on social media or news outlets these days, the majority of the war of the country of the United States of America stands with you by far. So, and they wouldn't have those voices to be loud, annoying voices without you. So that, that being said, Mammoth Cave National Park and U.S. Citizen and Immigration Services welcomed 30 new citizens of the United States during a naturalization ceremony ceremony held within Mammoth Cave on Thursday, May 25th. The ceremony took place at an area known as the Methodist Church and was overseen by United States District Court Judge Greg N. Stevers. And I thought that is so that that is those immigrants, 30 new American citizens, they did everything they were supposed to do. Yeah, and they probably know participate in the American dream, which which is how it's been since we were since we began. The irony is they probably know more now about the United States than a bunch of nationalized citizens here. That I'll tell well, you they, one thing. They, I'll tell I, you they one guarantee thing. Guarantee they know more than the five million who have snuck across and yeah are now trying everywhere. to do it illegally. Yeah, yeah. These people did all the homework. They did all the work that it took to get there. And so hats off to them and hats off to the National Park Service for allowing that to happen in the National Park, in that cave. That is America. That is cool. That is. I'll tell you what else is cool. Mick rides guns. You know, that I is bet they right too. I I bet they know. <laughs> I bet they know what their second amendment is. They had that to pass that on so their exam. Uh, with the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative. We support our local gun shops. We trust our constitutional rights. With McBride's Guns, they're Austin's family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry, or even a special order. McBride staff can help you. They got a gunsmith right there on site to help you adjust or repair, modify any of your firearms as you may need. Go see our friends at McBride's. They've got a coin shop there, too. TJ talks about, loves to go visit and buy all their buffalo nickels. That's right. Uh, you'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 3532 or check them out online at mcbridesguns.com go see our friends at mcbrides because mcbrides guns well they're our hometown gun shop hey i wanted to uh ask you the top five beaches in the united states for shark tooth hunting and in this article I read, uh, it says that it's the best time of year to find shark teeth. And I, that's one thing I don't know. Do like sharks lose all their teeth around yes. the same time? Well, they're constantly losing them. 
Right, but why is this the best time of the year? Because it's warm and more people are out. Baby shark. So they find nah, one. Nah, 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 baby shark. Oh my goodness. Uh, I do not know the answer to that, but I do know about looking for shark's teeth. And Texas, Texas beaches, there have they have been known for uh, good shark tooth uh, hunting. You can find a lot of shark teeth and on the Texas beaches, but it's not one of the top five listed what? here. Jupiter There's beach, no Texas beaches, Jupiter, Jupiter beach, uh, Jupiter beach? East coast. One of the best beaches on the East coast for shark tooth hunting, Jupiter beach. Number two was Palm beach Island. Dredging projects have brought mounds of sand that once sat on the ocean floor to the shores of Palm beach Island. That's interesting. So it's all like they dredge uh, the sand and then dump it out, and then the teeth are mixed in that sand. Yeah, yeah. So it's not actually like they washed up in Palm Beach. It's just <clears> where they're get, where they're sourcing their sand. That's the interesting part to me. Uh, number three is Boca Raton. Boca Raton. Yes. Hey. The 67-acre oceanfront park's waters are perfect for snorkeling and shelling. Uh, number four, Singer Island. Um, and then number five was Juno Beach. The uh, is also a popular beach to find shark's teeth. So but it's interesting. To, there two things about this. Uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just think it's, so, I, I, I think it's interesting. The most interesting part for me was that, uh, oh, here we go. Um, prefer to oh, it's mainly where a lot of sharks are, I guess. 70, well, and so they prefer the warmer water, 78 to 81 degrees. So if, if you're on a beach that's known for finding shark's teeth, is that the optimal place to swim out there a little bit? Yeah. Right. You know, you got to think about that. And my experience with finding shark's tooth teeth is that um, it's kind of like finding arrowheads, a lot like finding arrowheads. When you're in an area where they have them and you, you, you find your first one or two, you kind of get an eye for it and you can kind of see them better. Well, that's and, funny because I think that's a lot to do with any of the outdoor stuff, right? Once your eye, like, once you have the visual, it's interesting when you're when you're yeah, hunting. Maybe so. Yeah. When you're hunting and you see a little movement in the woods or whatever, once you yep. see that first movement or that first deer, like you start seeing a lot more activity than beforehand. It's weird, huh? Good word. Huh? Well, I guess it's just tuning into your surroundings. I, I tell, tell people, uh, new hunters all the time. I said, when you're walking through the woods, you got to think, uh, the animals around you have been out there for forever. And right. so they understand the sounds and what you're bringing in is an unnatural sound, a sound they haven't heard yet. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of like one of the, I mean, we're going all kinds of places, but one of the new, or, or one of the techniques that I recently witnessed within the last year or two with uh, some elk hunters is during those heavy rutting times and when they're getting pushed around the mountain mountains, you know, by 
hunting pressure or different things like that is to um, actually crash through the woods towards them at certain times. Oh. And, and your noise doesn't matter as much because uh, you, you know, everybody trying to tiptoe around and be quiet, but they're used to hearing, you know, cows crashing through the woods or, you know, different things like that. So other elk, yeah, other other uh, other elk, elk, right? And you're well, trying and to tiptoe. I thought, I thought and you were going to talk on about our buddy Shane Townsend, who hunts in his socks. You remember that he did that whole article series, and he well, there's a lot of guys that'll do that. Do their final stock, you know, the final fifty yards in their socks or whatever. Your buddy Allen does that. I've seen him do that. So. That is so good. Hey, uh, something else. If you're fixing to go on a road trip, if you're going to do some summer road tripping and you need to make sure the oil's changed and that everything is fine for your um, for your vehicle, well, you need to go see our friends over at Sun Automotive. Family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. They got locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and then, hey, Lakeway, they're at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Get all the information on where you can find a Sun Auto Service near you at sunautoservice.com, sunautoservice.com. From shark's teeth to hunting and socks, you get it all right here. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse. Peter Report coming up next, 24-7, 365. You can catch us at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in the pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bass down by the lakeside. All right, welcome back, regulators. You are tuned in to the number one outdoor show happening on radio and uh want to invite you back each week live here at 7 to 9 a.m central or 24 7 365 on your favorite podcast platforms hey again i want to remind you it's the season of ram at the nile maxwell supercenter in austin texas right now you can get 2.9 percent fan financing for 72 months on all the 2023 ram 1500 lone star quad or crew cabs Truckloads of the 23s, 2023s are showing up every day, and you can shop the entire lineup of brand new, just off the transport, Rams, Jeeps, Chryslers, Dodges, with all the options at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. But the best way to see our new inventory before they're gone is right here at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Uh, for the best selection and Niles promise to beat any competitor's price, go see the experts in Central Texas at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or just go online anytime at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. Okay, now it's time for our PETA 
report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. They taste great. More than 100 animal rights protesters have been arrested after some invaded the Grand National Course and forced the start of the world's most famous steeplechase to be delayed by a quarter of an hour. About 70,000 fans were at Aintree to cheer the 8-1 favorite Cochrane Rambler to victory, but the day will be remembered more for the sight. I, I, can't, I, I don't have any idea what you're saying. For dozens of protesters and from Animal Rising using ladders to scale the barricades around the course before attempting to stop the race. The group which pledges oh to rise up and take direct action to see the end of animal suffering in all its forms. That was a reporter from um, England reporting on that race. So there's a big horse race. Barely certain that was not a reporter from England. It was. We had him like satellite. I'm, I'm in. pretty sure that was a redneck from Texas. That's what that was. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, so there's 110 arrests made people trying to stop this race. That's this iconic race. It's been forever. Um, 70,000 people were there to watch it. And the hundred people tried to invade it. But my thought, I had this, or it's a random thought, but those animal rights people, they were trying to stop that race. You know, if they'd set up a table out front and they said, Hey, we're trying to get a bunch of animals from the animal shelter adopted and trying to get some animals, uh, cared for, or we're trying to work on a horse adoption, uh, facility. We need to build some more barns and stables to take abused or, uh, neglected horses. Um, would you mind helping? I think that would have been far more effective in getting something done. Well, of course, getting something just done being and jack legs. Well, getting something done and being effective is not their goal. They want the attention, the media outcry. And, uh, that's what super, they got. that it, it, you say that and it makes me think, oh, well, that is, that is a chunk of youth culture today. Anyway, is I need attention. So what can I do to get attention? I need, I need people to pay attention to me. Is this a, is this a grumpy old man show? Is that a all we are now? A, are we just grumpy old men now? I cultivate it 40 this and, one. and we're just grumpy and old. now. <laughs> oh, you've got so much to look for. So much grumpiness to look forward all to. Right. A cultivated meat company has created a woman, woolly mammoth meatball using cells from the long extinct animal to showcase the possibilities of producing meat from cell cultures without the need for animal slaughter. Oh, that's what I want. The product also intends to, the product also intends to highlight the connection between industrial scale animal farming and the destruction of natural habit habitats and the global climate crisis. The meatball was made by bow 
an Australian company using cutting-edge cellular agriculture techniques involving growing animal cells in a lab, then combining them to create a food product that tastes and looks like traditional meat. The novel product was revealed at the Nemo Science Museum in the Netherlands. Why was it revealed? I got so many questions. Why was it we revealed have, in a museum? Number no, let one. me finish. Let, I know in the Netherlands, and it was made. It was created in Australia, which is known for their cattle and uh, anyway, and kangaroo meat. We have a behavioral change change problem when it comes to meat consumption. Val CEO and co-founder George Pipu. That's, of course, that's his name, Peepoo. I believe it's Poo Poo. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pronounced Poo Poo. The goal is to transition a few billion meat eaters away from eating conventional animal protein to eating things that can be produced in electrified systems. Here's the deal. And we believe that the best way to do that is to invent meat. Oh, my God. We look for cells that are easy to grow, really tasty and nutritious. And then mix and match those cells to create really tasty meat. I am freaking out are right you now. Kill it? Are you kidding me? So here's the deal. Boiling green is people. Here's the deal. We're going to believe anything is good for you that comes from a lab right now. I'm fairly certain that we should be steering away from all lab leaks of any sort considering it closed the world down for the last several years, a little leak from a lab that was just testing some stuff out. Now they're making food out of these labs. Meat. Uh, it's not meat. You can't call it meat. It's not it's, meat. They're growing micro cells in Petri dishes. They want to grow it in these huge vats. And make this red stuff or green or blue or whatever color it's going to be. You really they make think... it look like meat? Right. They make it look. Yeah. It's. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't eat that. Yet another that reason. Horrible. Another reason that uh, pushes me closer and closer to the garden, self-sustaining meat and garden uh, lifestyle, you know, I mean, this stuff's going to start getting, if it takes, if it takes, you know, grab, meaning if it takes, you know, it, it, they're going to start implementing it into different things. You can have hot dogs made from it, or you're going to have different things that are made from this. There's already, there's already lab. stuff out there that they're calling dairy or they're calling meat and it's not well we have a hard time this is but that's just squishing beans and carrots together and putting you know artificial flavoring in there right which who knows what the artificial which we don't know what that is right that's right that's right now they're going to make this can you imagine your body's not designed to use to digest these chemical compounds that they call that they're trying to call you know what we need a commercial we need a realtor to come on here and sponsor the show again we need a, a realtor, realtor that sells that sells dirt because if you don't have 10 acres or more somewhere that you can retreat to 
Right. Where you can kill a deer if it comes across your property or a possum or a whatever it is that you, be, so you can eat. Yeah. You, you need, you need food. You need possum meat in you your need, life. <laughs> there you may be a, a time where a fresh possum is your best choice. You need a place where you can retreat to. And it, I guarantee you it's not going to be in that house in the neighborhood. Well, it's not a fear-mongering thing. No, either. I'm not. That's not what I'm talking about at all. I mean, I'm not. It's just I'm a not, health. It's a health thing at this point. I, I can tell you. I can tell you my house when I, we lived in Austin. Oh yeah, you didn't want to cross the the property line there without permission. But the tent the out at the farm. Yeah. Hey. Now, True Health Share, let me tell you about something that'll keep you healthy. Uh, you can can uh, join Al True Health Share like myself, my family. If you're self-employed, maybe an entrepreneur, or just having a hard time figuring out how to get insurance or coverage for your family, know that health uh, Al True Health Share is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and those skyrocketing costs. We save literally thousands of dollars by using Altrua HealthShare. All of the savings and benefits that you learn from using Altrua HealthShare will blow your mind. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's literally how it works. No 19 different middlemen, no uh, doctors trying to you know, give you a price that's 10 times as high, so hopefully the insurance company will pay a portion of it. No, none of that happens when you have a health share program. It's really simple. A lot of doctors are understanding. You don't have to change any of your doctors, any of that stuff. Altrua HealthShare uh, is what I trust and what my family trusts. And you can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. Armed Citizens Report up next. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Hey, here's a notice to the antis and the terrorists out there, us Bunkhouse boys and our regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, you PETA terrorist or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the Bunkhouse. Keep us informed by riding the trail with us all week online at theoutdoorzone.com. Theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, Keystone Bank. Uh, our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team over there, they are operating the best bank in Central Texas, run by locals just like you. That's why they're invested in this community. They're the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. Banking with them, you get to enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. You get to go in, talk to somebody, you know who you're talking to. They work with you on your financial goals. Um, I love these guys over there banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. 
you got to have the ability to do that. And their technology at Keystone Bank is bar none. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of their locations in person. There's one at 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin. There's 100 at 500. There's one at 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin. Or one at 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or go to their website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank for all the information. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. A 46-year-old man is now in custody after being held at gunpoint by owner of a vehicle he was attempting to break into on the evening of April 12, 2023. About 9.30 p.m., police in Norwich, Connecticut, responded to calls from a man being held at gunpoint by a car owner. When police arrived, they noted that the alleged burglar appeared to be intoxicated but they were able to take him into custody without incident. Nearby neighbors said the 46-year-old suspect had been knocking on doors in the neighborhood and tried to enter a nearby home without permission. Police took the man to a hospital for evaluation. He was charged with two counts of breach of peace and one count of second-degree criminal trespass. Court records show that the man had been convicted of attempted first-degree assault and criminal possession of a firearm, ammunition, or electronic defense weapons in relation to a 2016 assault near Middleton, Middletown, Connecticut. A good guy with a with firearm. A Stop and not a bloodbath. Not a nope. Not nobody killed. But it happened, and Just it happens every out. single day, every day somewhere in the United States. It helps. It happens, and we don't always hear America, about America. Hey, uh, I thought it was interesting that hey, uh, we heard we talked about a report earlier this year about the impact of deer hunting, right? And that it's uh. billion uh, hunters in the Southeast spent about $8.8 billion on deer hunting, which when you look at the multiplier effect with hotels and, you know, all of the, uh, the gas stations and all that, and all that stuff around the actual hunting activity itself, $15.8 billion just in the Southeast. But there's a new report that came out. Uh, Texas A&M's Natural Resource Institute uh, estimates approximately 555,000 hunters spent nearly $2 billion, uh, spend nearly $2 billion just in Texas. Come on. On just whitetail deer hunting each year. Come on. $2 billion. With a B, just which deer. I think we hear numbers and amounts, you know, these large amounts. You look at our national deficit and all that kind of stuff, and you hear these numbers that are so large that maybe billion doesn't have quite the impact that it 
once did maybe, but I assure you, $2 billion is a lot of coin on one species in one state uh, by, you know, a half million hunters. So that uh, just proves yet again, too, that the uh, economic impact that hunting has, I think it's imperative that uh, we've seen it where we've seen it here in Texas where you eliminate a species from, you know, we have a lot of exotic ranches in Texas and you eliminate a species or put it on an endangered list where you can no longer hunt it. And what happens to it? It loses value. And we see it in Africa. We see it in Texas. If there's a value, a monetary value to an animal, the truth is, whether it be for food, whether it be for hunting and food, whether it be for, I mean, really, that's, I guess, all there is, right? You know, that's why we hunt. We hunt to, to eat. There, I, I think pure trophy hunters, somebody still eats the meat. Uh, and then in Africa, you know, you're not allowed to transport the meat overseas, but there are orphanages that rely on hunters to be over there hunting Old anyway. towns and villages, and we can go there later. Yeah, that's, but that's anyway, it's a huge impact uh, from the state of Texas, and I think, uh, you know, it's it's cool to see that that we as Texans, just on one species, the white-tailed deer, spend so much. And that's that two two billion was direct expense. That that was direct cost. That wasn't again all the surrounding impact, hotel rooms or uh RVs. Well I bet it or... did include I I bet it did include a bunch of that. But it, it, think about the all the other hunting and fishing that's going on out there. Bass fishing. I bet you bass fishing is two billion. I bet you saltwater fishing is two billion. I bet you duck hunting is way up there. And I mean, cause, and, and dove hunting, holy cow, yeah. you know, you're talking billions and billions of dollars sent into, and, and not only, not only is it helping those in, you know, Lano rent their little hotel rooms or a landowner get a little bit of money for a dove lease or, uh, you know, a, a shop selling a few guns, but think about the, um, the, uh, environmental impact of that money going into improve wetlands and improve, um, ranch land and parks and all the stuff, all the places where that money that's generated from the taxes goes and some of it's designated that it has to go to those things. Yeah. And, and there's so although many, there was a 3.2% drop yeah. in 2022 on hunting license sales. It peaked during COVID and it dropped back down below pre COVID numbers. So don't don't well some mistaken. of that could some of that could be economically you know founded too we're in a we're in a terrible place financially in this country whether people like to admit it or not it is not a good place overall financially and not as good as we should be let's put it that way we're 
don't have enough. Hey, you got a credit we're spending card, more. Just charge it, man. We're we're spending more than we're making, and that's never a good thing. Uh, here you go. Hey, have you ever eaten uh? What are these mushrooms that everybody eats? The morel, morel mushroom. I have, thing? I have not, but I, I think I told you a couple of weeks ago. I saw there was a big mushroom pod at the farm, and when I yeah. looked it up, it was edible. And two days later, when I be, went back to go pluck it, it was already dead. I mean, yeah. it had like two days where it was good. Yeah, that tells me that it wasn't good to begin with. No, it was good. It was just, it was ginormous. Dude, you cannot make that mistake. You can't make a mushroom mistake. I wasn't going to make one. Hey, it said on, on Google. It said you exactly. can it. it was online. Then it's got to be. It's got to be safe. Now, this morale mushroom thing, uh, I guess, is just now kicking in. And it's so funny that, I, I just find it funny every year that we get, so much information that comes across about it yet i have no idea about it i mean i don't know anything about it but it's a huge market apparently i would love to do i would love to do it i, I have some guys that i follow in uh on youtubers mm-hmm. um they're montana it's called montana haven and they're a youtube show the guy who builds the log cabins and they go out into the aspens and they uh they cut off these growths, this kind of stuff that grows on the side of the aspens. Yeah, fungus of some sort. Yeah, and you can make tea out of it. And so they've done that. And then just recently they went out and they did uh, they did sap out of the uh, aspen trees. I'm pretty sure they're aspens throughout their property. And they got the juice out of it, the syrup, the uh, um, come on now molasses uh, molasses well no but whatever it is that comes out of it you know molasses syrup whatever anyway and they boiled it all down and they made uh syrup out of it and it, maple. Was, it was no that would be from a maple tree well i know but sap 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 that comes sap. out of it yeah that comes anyway, out of what kind of tree uh aspen i think i'm pretty sure they were aspen trees they're making sap uh aspen syrup Aspen syrup. Yeah. But I think it had a different name. Oh man. But anyway, so I love the, the name idea would be of terrible. So I'm wandering through, through the farm, looking, looking in between my cedar trees. There's gotta be something going up in here. That's edible. It says the soil temperature has to be reached like 50 degrees, six inches deep. It was like the prime growing for these kind of mm, mushrooms. We don't do that around happen here. Around our, mm, yeah. Not in Texas. Hey, let's take a break. We'll wrap this thing up on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone. You can catch it right here live or catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Man, hey, it's our Memorial Day episode, and just want to make sure that if you have a uh, family member who gave it all to... uh, 
to this country. Um, our hats off to you. Our hats off. We respect we respect you so much. Uh, respect them so much for what they did for us. And we do not us guys here in the bunkhouse us and 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 our regulators. We don't take it for granted. America, America. I'll tell you what else is America. That's partsview.com where you can take boat ownership, boat maintenance into your own hands and own it. Own boat maintenance with partsview.com. P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. It's an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. Hey, you can save money if you go to partsview.com by using Outdoor Zone 10. It is not case sensitive, so however you want to spell it, Outdoor Zone 10. You can save $10 on a $100 purchase. So look, the boat dealerships and all of them are so covered up and busy. You can do your own maintenance. They have handy maintenance kits that are all put together. You just type in the kind of motor you got, and they'll, uh, they got the kits that are put together with exactly what you need to maintain your boat. Go to partsview.com. Over 200,000 products, OEM, Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki, Maracruiser, all the products you need, partsview.com. Go see our, sale, uh, our friends. Uh, I was a customer before they were a part of the show and glad to have them on board. Partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. So I, I was just saying, so yesterday, Cody Ryan and I, uh, I convinced him that this DIY project was going to be a no brainer. Hey, a couple hours, you do it by yourself. I'll just come and make sure the doors open for you. Bada boom, that, was bada like bang. Nine, that was like nine o'clock in the morning. He shows up over here at the eight thirty, eight thirty, eight thirty at the sh- shop. And, uh, but who's it's counting? five o'clock. He's in his truck driving away. Five thirty. Five thirty o'clock. No, it wasn't six. Uh, because I got home and I shredded for two and a half, three more hours after it didn't get dark that. till almost nine o'clock. I know I was shredding. We were and, all laying in bed at eight forty and it was still light outside. And I'm leaving for uh I'm gonna go to Alaska for a couple of weeks. Yeah, you better get used to that. Eleven. Gets dark at eleven. You may need to, uh, yeah, and that's like not real dark either. It's kind of like it was at eight forty last night. Um, I'm going to take some uh, electrical tape. No, I was going to say you should take eyeballs. one of your wife's uh, little sleeping mask things. I'm sure she has some. Uh, you know, every woman does. It seems. Well, they got gel in them, and they're purple, and you have to stick them in the freezer first. Oh, what? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the little black cloth mask you put over your eyes. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying get used to it. Like, try it now in a comfortable setting and see if you can do it. I couldn't do it. I'd rip that thing off. I'd be freaked out. I'd open my eyes and I'd be able to see. And... Uh, I can't do that. That's yeah. I, I can't have that on my face. <laughs> I'm just going to Well, what's this thing? blubber. What's this new fad going around that you see now uh, with sleeping? Uh, People are taping their mouth shut or something because it's better for your breathing. Have you seen that? No, that's yeah. So you breathe through, you know, people see stuff 
it's I, I joke with my wife all the time because she'll go off at mrs granny i love you i'm bringing home all the stuff you want me to bring home uh i uh she's not listening you'll see something in like uh women's day magazine and they'll say this is the greatest thing since uh you know just take uh time and uh oregano and mix it together and put it in your tea and it'll just make your skin look 20 yards 20 years younger (laughs) you know okay so then all of a sudden we have time and and uh oregano at our house in like one gallon bags and you know it's like okay amazon and yeah the box the delivery comes from amazon and a one pound I, bag of oregano that looks suspicious. <laughs> yeah, it's oregano. I'm I tell you <laughs> from Colorado. <laughs> Some guy drops it off in an unlabeled U-Haul truck. Just pushes it out the back. He, and he drove through my gate in the middle of the night and oh, just gosh. left bales of it in the back of the. <laughs> it's oregano. We've been using our tea. It's been great. Never slept better. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm sleeping like sleeping like a rock. Um, so, uh, but there's, it's you know, you see it online now. You it, you just have to be wary of what what people say about another big thing are these ice baths or whatever. I you know, I've you done that? that. I've gone from from a, a hot tub into an ice tank. I think I did it in like a spa in New Mexico or something. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Ice baths are good for inflammation. I mean, there is a, a purpose for athletes to do it. There's a reason for it. So I started doing and a mental and a mental thing to it. I think I believe it's as well mental as it is inflammation. Uh, being that you know you kind of have to overcome the idea. But I so what I've been doing and because it's so hot and we're getting into the summertime and things are so hot and to cool your your body temperature. So I've been taking a regular shower and then like the last minute or two in the shower, I'll just crank all the heat off and just stand there as long as I could stand it. I don't have like some time limit or, you know, whatever. It's kind of just like, and it completely cools your whole body down. Like you're not, you know, you're chilled, chilled down. And so when uh, I, when I, I run like in the mornings and yeah. I mean, I'm sweaty, uh, that is something I kind of do too, is I turn the heat down on the, on the water, but you get out in the mountains and you try and take a shower or you try and wash off in the Creek water running down from the mountains. Yeah. Cold water is not all it's cracked up to be when you're <laughs> in that setting. Hot showers, like really nice. Anyway, God bless. God bless. Acts of the Apostles. This Bible verse comes from Acts of the Apostles 431. After they prayed, the place where they gathered was shaken. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking God's word with confidence. It's an interesting one. I might dive into that a little bit. Hey, do remember that it is Memorial Day, and uh, we do appreciate God bless America. There's no other place in this world I'd rather be than right here in the great United States of America. And it's all due to those who gave it all. Let's not forget that this weekend. And thank you. Special thanks to our uh, ranch hand that rolled in this morning and and got us going. And we just. Yeah, Jack, thank you very much. Hey, this week, get the kids off the couch, show them the park, uh, take them to the park, show them the birds, show them the trees. 
take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. We're both headed to church. want to encourage you to go find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. After all, it's all his anyway. If you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you've got a boy who needs a good mentor, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you want to donate cars, trucks, land, or cash to get a kid outside, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Uh, that's it for us over here at the, in the bunkhouse. We appreciate you. We appreciate all of those who serve our country from Cody Ryan, beefsteak, uh, Jack of all trades, our ranch hand and myself, TJ granny, God bless and regulators. Let's mount up. We're from North California and South Alabama.